Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Hi friends, Crystal here. I just wanted to jump in here and share what I've got cooking in my kitchen and what Leah has selected with her market. We don't just talk transits and education in the Human Design and Astro Club. We also have many ways for you to dive deeper with us together and also separately. And we've been holding off on letting you know we have a huge transit update report for 2022 that's available for purchase for only $22 on January 4th. If you are looking to understand every cycle, every big cosmic event, and what will be in store for you with each of these transits, you're going to want to purchase this 2022 update. When I looked at the magic and also little iffy areas of this coming year, I got even more excited for what's to come. So grab your 2022 transit update below in the description on January 4th. Next, I wanna let you know about our free guide. Yeah, that's right, a completely free guide to help you with tips and tricks to honoring your authority. If you are new or just looking for a new perspective, this might be for you. Check out the description below to grab your copy. The next offer we have is to help you understand how to read your own chart, as well as the language behind the information you are seeking. Ever wonder what an incarnation cross is? Want to know more about the magnetic monopole? Or how about how to integrate and work through blocks in your open and undefined centers. If any of this sounds like information you were looking for, or you wanna help understand how to organize and read your chart, check out your user manual to your true self. For only $33, look at it as a small investment into undoing a life of conditioning. And we don't just have offers. We also just dropped our first two mini classes, both on the brain. If you are looking to accelerate your deconditioning process and really align to your authority, I highly suggest checking out our determination class for only $21.99 and our cognition class for only $31.99 with a bonus meditation to help you align to your specific tone and get back into your body. These classes are connected to the four transformations and really helped me transform my life with more ease and more grace. And if you're thinking right now, Crystal, this is amazing. What else you got for me? Oh, there's a couple more things, friends. We just launched a small container for our human design support that will be available to the public this coming February. So please get on the wait list and subscribe to our newsletter to be the first to know when it drops. We already have members in this group and we also have people on the wait list 
with every single aura type and you're all welcome to join us. You'll get the opportunity to get two Zoom calls a month with Leah and myself and we will also have topics related to human design to discuss. We know how lonely the deconditioning process can be or even how to fully understand it. And this gives you the opportunity to connect intimately to other members just like you on our community page and also have two calls a month with Leah and I and also other community members. We'll also have a close friends group on Instagram checking in with you throughout the week. If you're looking for community, connection, integration, and help in your deconditioning process, you will surely want to join us. Link below to get on the wait list. And now for the final new class that will be launching 2022 in our environments class. That's right, our environments class. We know how long many of you have been waiting for this class and hey guys, it's coming early 2022. And if you wanna discover where you can thrive in your real life environment and how to live the life you've always dreamed, well, you are going to wanna to check out our environments class. You'll, you'll learn the ins and outs of what your environment looks like ways to utilize the space, and also how to create this environment in your home. Just to name a few big key players of what you'll be getting out of this class. If you are ready to thrive and stop surviving, you'll for sure want to go down below in our description and get on our wait list. Leah and I both have so much we are working on for 2022, and we can't wait to share it all with you. And if you need that one-on-one -on -one connection through a reading, we have many varieties for you to work with us on an individual on our individual website. We hope you enjoy this episode that's coming for you guys right now. And my friends, I'll see you on the next one. Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about mostly human design. We like to throw in astrology and, and almost intertwine the two. We have our weekly program up updates that we do every week related to the transits. So um, I like to combine astrology and human design and explain what the focus is going to be. We prompt you guys with questions as well with Leah. She does tarot at the end. Definitely, you definitely need to know what the card for the week is. I feel like that's there's always a connection between the transits mixed with the cards. There's always it's, it's basically saying the same thing, but like an extra layer. Yeah, it's like confirming all the messages. It does. It confirms what's going on for the week, which is always nice. So if you're interested in that, go check out our weekly program updates. Keep have I keep wanting to say episodes and updates at the same time that I have this weird pause when I do it. <laughs> the things you notice when you listen to your voice back, nobody ever wants to do that. <laughs> do you enjoy you? Do you enjoy listening? Well, to I do not enjoy listening to my own voice. No, when you when I have to edit these, I'm like, please don't make me edit my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> Probably mostly me. So it's okay. very different though. Like when you listen to yourself, when it's recorded, it's so yeah. much more different than you think it is coming out of your head. You're like, you're is just... that what I sound like? Or is yeah. that just the filtered version of me that people are hearing, but the, what I'm hearing in my head is the right version. 
Mm -hmm. Which one's right? (laughs) Or none of them? They're both right? (laughs) Can you tell I have an open head? Yeah, here we are going down the road. Well, always the day after, which we, I think we're, I think it's the day after, if I'm remembering correctly, the day after um, the 6124 has left the building. Yeah. And uh, usually when that happens for me, when something in, especially the head in Ajna um, exit, I have a lot of clutter trying to like release and also process at the same time. And it just sounds like a lot of questions. <laughs> well, it's, I feel like it's still like trying to filter through, like it's just mm-hmm. trying to leave whatever else okay. was still stuck in there during that time frame. Yeah. A lot yeah. gets trapped in there. Oh, yeah. That's- Tell me about it. It's always <laughs> on for me. <laughs> but it's like stuck, but it's like the stuck pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like this, it's, it's like, yeah mixed up in there with a bunch of other stuff they're working through and they're trying to like bump up against each other but yet you can't quite make sense of it and so then the the pressure comes in with it Mm -hmm. and it's like how do I get out of here these thoughts you know where do they go they have to go down I was outside with my daughter today and she was out playing in the snowbank and I'm just sitting on the front porch and she's like mommy why do you just keep like staring at the ground and I'm like (laughs) uh 24 does I don't know I'm just sitting here I like being outside and I've been stuck in here all day like it was just nice to be outside to let my head like turn off because it's been on on for days tell me about it (laughs) (sighs) well on that note because we've been editing our environments class yeah we're doing an episode on environments you guys have been asking for it we're bringing it this is the Bring first it. one. And then I'm going to be doing a solo one on how I got to my correct environment. Cause I pulled you guys months ago. None of you probably remember, but yeah, a lot of you said, yes, you wanted me to do this. And I was questioning a live or a podcast and I have calm determination. I don't open throat. It's, it's just better. I talk to myself. <laughs> I think that'll be nice. It'll be good yeah. to do by it yourself. I'm crying. So just guys, just be prepared for crying and cursing. That's usually what <laughs> comes your way from me. I'll try to welcome, welcome to crying and cursing with Crystal. <laughs> That's the podcast episode title. Save it right now. <laughs> oh, gotta remember that's gold. That's see that there's the forty four twenty six right there. That's a forty four twenty six moment right there. Crying and cursing. <laughs> that should be a lot like my weekly lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody come. We can all, I'll bring you up one by one. We'll cry, curse together, let mm-hmm. it all out. And then we move on with our day and we feel a lot better. Love it. Every morning we'll do it. We're not. We're not. No, don't commit the to undefined that. Root, the undefined root really wanted, to, wanted me to say that. <laughs> every single day crystal you're gonna wake up and you're gonna do all these things mm-hmm. never happens yeah ever except for when i make it a routine people are like how do you work out like every day i'm like because i've been consistently doing it since my early 20s mm-hmm. and when it make, you make it a habit and especially if you have gate five it's 
it's there. Yeah. And it's good for you for your sacral. Like that's oh, yeah, just it. such a good activity to do. Yeah. I have a lot yeah. of, a lot of sacral, a lot of fire, a lot of heart. It needs, mm-hmm. it needs, it need, I need to like lift. What is it, the gasket? What is it called? Like there needs like, to release, yeah. release a little pressure there. Like open the valve a little, let yeah. some steam out of there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what working out does for me in the morning. If mm-hmm. I try to work out at night, no, I would never do it. I would literally, I have nothing. I can, I can do some talking like this. I've realized, mm-hmm. but like work stuff, I've got to do it in the morning or like mid afternoon or it's never getting done. Yeah. Because when I pressure myself and this is what like, we really need to honor in ourselves is our own ways of doing thing that doing things that feel correct because I could, and I have pressured myself to work at night and do things that feel exhausting, especially with having an undefined route. And it's, I'm not here to experience pain like that and like resistance. I'm here to be free from all of that. And I'm here to experience pleasure and joy. And the the more that a generator um, resists, the joy, like we resist it. We, we've been conditioned by society to work hard, to play hard. That's like the generator motto. Like we should just have that like tattooed on our forehead. I work hard to play hard, but, Mm -hmm. and then what happens? No one's playing at the end of the day, there's no generator playing. So then what does that do for you? Non-sacrals, you think that you can't play either. So then you're, you're working hard. You're working even harder Then you're hustling even harder than us. And you're trying to keep up with us. So then everyone's just working their asses off and no one's playing. Yeah. I was going to say that the joy part that you mentioned for the non-sacrals is like finding success or yeah. find or rest, even like rest and for rest. non-sacral right. is finding that rest is success is success for us. Yeah. Like it, you don't have to be pressing and pushing and hustling and no, I mean, nobody does. I feel like we're not, we shouldn't be in that world anymore where we should. Well, yeah, that world live. ended. Yeah. It's Still not, not even a thing. figured it out yet, but no, it's ended a long time ago, but now it's like the most apparent, like there's just no, like mm-hmm. that third line bond of wherever that was the cross of planning, we're leaving it. Right. There's, mm-hmm. it, it will no longer be about trying to provide for your family it's going to be about providing for yourself for so that you can yeah because so yeah it's about being your individual self and providing for who you are and what you're here to do and filling that cup up and being the most unique version of who you are and then that allows the community to know that oh it's okay for me to be okay for me to be myself too. And then it's just our energy overflowing into other people's with that, that feeling of satisfaction and success of being our unique expression. Totally. That's the surface level understanding, I guess, to explain it. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about environment. Um, So we wanted to talk about how we, since Valentine's Day is coming up and we're going to put this out on Valentine's Day. We thought it would be fun 
to uh, show real life experiences of what this looks like. So we're like, let's do it through the lens of how we met our husbands in our correct environment, because we started talking about it when I made that post about how to find love in your correct environment. And then we were were talking about ours and I thought yours was pretty funny. So I was like, we should do, (laughs) because it was, it's just, it's, it's funny. It's funny in the way you tell the story. So I was like, we should do an episode on this. And kind of at the beginning, I thought, let's just break down environments real quick. If you don't know what environments are and what, um, how your environment is here to support you. Cause that's really the, if, if there's anything that you get out of this episode, it's that that's what your environment is here to do, to support you in all the ways that you are. And it'll, it will at the minimal effect, make your life easier. And I feel like to the full extent of it, it's that it will lead you towards your purpose. That's what I believe your environment's doing. It's making that path to your incarnation cross where you reach your fulfillment, you reach your purpose. It, it like opens up the, the door for you. It literally carves out the path for you. Um, but the first step to get there is going to be your brain. So I guess if you don't know what variables are, let's just talk about that real quick. So variables um, are those four arrows at the top of your body graph. If you have your human design chart pulled up, or if you don't, I would suggest pulling it up right now so that you can see what I'm talking about. So if you're looking at your human design chart, you'll notice these four arrows up at the top. And those arrows are, are called variables and they are connected to the four transformations. And what the four transformations are is it, it's your unique path to your soul's purpose. It shows you the step-by-step process of how you're going to get to where you're supposed to go. And that's as someone that's left brain, I, I think that's why maybe, I don't know, is that why I get so excited about it? I don't really know, but I'm left brain and left mind. And I feel like I always, and that's a key factor for a left brain is that we need a step-by-step process to do really anything. And I've explained this to Leah and she's noticed now at this point that I have a very specific, right? It's very focused Mm step-by-step process. And that's what I'm good at helping other people with is their steps that they need to take. And the easiest way to see it is through the four transformations. It says that if you eat correctly for yourself, you'll be able to remove the gunk from your brain, help your deconditioning process so that you can tap into and not bypass your body, which when you do not bypass your body, you're actually tapping into your cognitive potential. And this is called your cognition. And your cognition is the way that your body interprets frequency so that you can align to your vehicle, your body, which is going to connect to your authority. So once you are able to get back in touch with your body so that you know it's correct alert, it's super sense to know where you need to go, it's then going to take you to your correct environment. And that's where we're at right now. We, we are now in our correct environments. Um, I moved from South Florida, which was my transferred shores, up to North Carolina. And um, I actually was able to move my full family to all of their environments. My boys are mountains. My husband is valleys. We actually live in the valley of the mountains. Literally anywhere I drive around here, it says something valley. And I just like, I, I laugh at, I laugh to myself a lot. And my husband like probably thinks I'm like plotting to like murder him or something. Because <laughs> I'm always just like, 
it's just funny to like, when you get to see it happening in real life, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like Ra has talked about this, that once you really see human design, it's just actually quite humorous Mm -hmm. um, to witness. So I laugh about human design all the time. Um, That's why I started making memes because I just thought they were funny. I I was making memes before human design memes were happening. I just didn't know how to actually make them. (laughs) I was making them to myself. Um, But anywho, so when you're in your correct environment, you're actually able to connect to the correct people because your body, your vehicle is aligned to this sense of wholeness, the sense of alignment. And once you meet the correct people, you're then they're, they're, they are then going to be able to give you the correct view. And that's where we're going to go next is to view. And when you're in the correct view, you're able to align your mind. Cause this is when we, we move from the body to the mind and you're able to align the mind to what it actually needs to be looking at. And then that puts you in your motivation, which is the correct lens in which the way you see the world. And it's also the way the world sees you. Um, I feel like Leah, for you with having guilt motivation, when you notice you're correct is when people are coming to you with their problems, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. You're, you're, you're the fixer when no one's coming to you for something, you're probably in transference somehow. Um, and it's cause you're, you're not emitting out the aligned frequency of who you are, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the beauty that the four transformations does for you is it just aligns your vehicle in the most simplest way. And it just makes it easier. It doesn't have to be hard. And I say, I I feel like as a one, three, anyone that has the third line in their profile, you better fucking look up your (laughs) variables. Like you better look them up because it, this is, this makes those bumps less abrasive. It has made my bumps less abrasive. I'll say that I'm able to make better decisions and I feel like less mistakes and not, I will always make mistakes, but they will not be as falling on my face as I used to feel like. And I feel like every third line knows what I'm talking about with that. So third lines, Go check out our brain classes, cognition and termination and the rest of you too. But I'm, I'm really specifically speaking to the third lines right now. You know, you know who you are. Um, anywho. (laughs) I love that description. It just like when, the more you say it, the more it just like makes so much more sense how you flow through those, the four arrows. It's really. It is flow. It shows you your flow. Mm -hmm. That's all it does alignment flow, you pick a word, any word. And it's, it's, it's all, it's all the same thing. Yeah. It's just putting you, it's like, it's like, for me, I always felt like I, I wanted to semi go the long way. Like, let's take the scenic route. We're going to be a hairstylist. Okay. We're mm-hmm. going to take the scenic route back to ourselves, And then once we get there, that's when we can help people because we just went down this very bumpy road. And now I can tell you all the mistakes you don't have to make or make them, but know maybe what you'll experience may be slightly different because I'm not you, but the third line, when it's gone down a major bumpy road, it's got a lot of experience after that. Mm -hmm. so let's take you down 
I don't know that there was, there was bumps along the way for me, but it didn't necessarily have to do with Dave, with my story. I don't know who should go first here. Well, I guess desire motivation should go first. There you go. I'll just go that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I met my husband when I was 24 years old and it was right before I got hit by the car like literally just a couple months before. And it's, I find it really interesting that it's always, always some, I'm not, I'm not saying that my husband was a solution, but I told you the other day that I've noticed people that have Taurus in their moon are somehow helping me towards my purpose. There's something there with that. And each person that I have known that has Taurus in their moon has pushed me to the next level. I had a friend that had Taurus moon. That is actually, she's the reason why I met Dave. She, um, I met her in college first kitchen, right? Like that's, that's a major kitchen right there is a school. And so I met her in school and, um, and you know, schools where there's a lot of transformation action, creation happening, right? So she moves. I don't even know her parents lived near where, where I'm from in South Florida. So she moves back there and then she messages me and we start chatting again. And her, what I've, I became friends with one of her friends and that friend, the night that I met my husband texted me. So it's like, there's always these these little breadcrumbs. And if you go backwards, you can kind of spot them. And she was the first breadcrumb to him that I had to meet at school. So I had, it's interesting. I had a manifestor friend in town um, that evening and we were originally going to go to Fort Lauderdale. And all of a sudden I remember we were standing. This is so weird that I just vividly, like I can remember all the details and this is left brain. We were standing in a Whole Foods and all of a sudden we look out the windows and I see just rain. Like it was just pouring. And I was like, I am not driving to Fort Lauderdale. And I'm like, I barely wanted to go before. Um, but now I definitely don't want to go. And right as I said that, I don't want to go. Like I told the sacral, no, cancel those plans. I get a text and it's this friend from the other friend that I met. And she says, come to this bar and it's my husband's birthday and or my, I don't know, it was her boyfriend at the time. Sorry. We don't need the details, but I'm going to tell them to you anyways. So it was her boyfriend and she's like, come to the bar, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, that's right down the street where we are. Let's just go there instead. So we go there and this is a, an area that is heavily populated very kitchens, anything heavily populated, think, think of a city. Right. Um, but this was like a strip of like a bunch of restaurants and bars. And it happened that that night there was a band playing and Dave, my husband would go there. Like every time that band, that specific band would play to hear them. So he was there also friends with these friends. And so I'm meeting these, some of these people that I don't know, some people I do know. And I 
did not talk to Dave maybe one time that night, that night that I met him. He was staring at me. He, he was still, he was a third line at the time. So he was like in this, and also generator depression. He had his Unabomber hoodie on. I'm not telling the story. Like, and like, this is like very romantic. This, it was not romantic at the beginning. I'm just letting everybody know it was very third line. There was a lot of third line action happening there. I ended up dating a different guy that night. I met two, I, I met Dave, which I barely met him because he wouldn't say two words to anybody at the table. I was like, is this, do we know this person? <laughs> like, do we know him? Is he supposed to be here because he's not talking? He's just staring. I thought it was creepy. Um, he was lying so to <laughs> He was, oh, he was in the two. It was the two <laughs> of the two, the most and like his two's in his body. So it's like mm-hmm. when you see a two out and about, like in their, like heavily into their two, you're like, what the fuck is going on with that? (laughs) (laughs) And those were the questions I I asked myself. So we didn't become friends that night. We met that night. I want to be very clear. The night that I met him was not all like hearts and rainbows and (laughs) wasn't any of that. I chose a different guy. I met a different guy that night. I, I chose the bad boy. Okay. Every, every girl in their early twenties, maybe still now wants the bad boy, right? We all want to experience him. I, I experienced many. I did all that in my earlier, earlier twenties. And I chose this guy. I look back now and I'm, I, I still try to guess his type and I, all of his stuff. I'm pretty sure he was emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard to tell after that but I'm pretty sure authority emotional. <laughs> so we meet that night and, and, and what ends up happening is then like this group of people that came together that night, we end up going back there regularly. We end up going and I'm, I'm dating the bad boy. Okay. I'm going back with him. Dave here with his undefined throat now starting to have interest in me and getting a little, uh, frustrated with this guy in the way he's like this guy's in the way here um and this is also right before i get hit by the car um and one one night you're gonna love this line leah because i know you love when the open undefined throats just say stuff and you're just like what why did you say that but um <laughs> i'm getting ready to leave with this bad boy we're just gonna call him the bad boy <laughs> <laughs> And Dave turns to me and he goes something along the lines of, you're still leaving with him. He's, he's like, <laughs> he's like, why don't you ditch him and we'll go hang out. I was like in front of him, the guy's standing literally right next to me. He's literally standing next to me. And this is how I know he was emotional. Cause he like looked at him. He gave him like this look said nothing. And then we walked away and I was like that. It just, it was all in the eyes, like non-emotionals. We don't have that kind of depth where you look into someone's eyes and you can just see there's a lot happening there. That was this guy. Um, so, so I left with the bad boy and, (laughs) um, needless to say it didn't work out. Um, shortly after that period, I get hit by the car and 
that's when you find out who your true friends are or who your new true friends are. Dave and I had at that, at this point, but right before the, this accident just became friends, he was in the friend zone and he was, I thought he would remain there for the rest of our lives. Um, he had other plans clearly. Um, and so he would constantly be undefined throating these weird lines at me <laughs> and I would just, he may, but he would like make me laugh. And it was after my accident, we would talk on, you know, I don't know if it was, I guess it was, where were we talking? I am I feel like I wasn't doing, I am at that point. Maybe it was just Facebook messenger. Yeah, that seems like that would be more of the time frame. I'm trying to figure because you know, like this was a long time ago. This was like 12 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it was just Facebook. Yeah, I think it was Facebook Messenger at that point. Um, so we're just chatting on there. And then finally he convinces me after like I'm I'm not like in bed where I can't get up because that was for a while when I started being able to move around. He's like, let me take you to dinner. That's, and he put it that way. And I was like, it's not a date, Dave. Like, here's the friction. Here's the 59 and the six where I'm like, I don't think I want to bond with you. My 59 is like, I don't think I want to bond with you. My six, his six is like, if I just rub up against you a little bit, we'll <laughs> <laughs> cause some friction. So the first, the first night I finally agreed, we went to, we went to dinner. We went to this Mexican restaurant. And he kept trying to crack his little jokes. He's then he tries to be romantic. Here comes the six. Okay. He's like, this girl's my soulmate. I'm going to make this happen. And I'm still, I'm still friending him. Okay. He takes me to the beach. He's like, wait, wait, are you going to really laugh at this? He goes, have you ever looked at the constellations? And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to download an app. Needless, he does not know at this point, the obsession of the cosmos I already have. Yeah. <laughs> but he has a defined spleen. So he, and so he's figuring things out. And also I'm, I'm sure what girl doesn't love to look at the stars. Mm -hmm. Is there one out there? I don't know. You like looking at the stars? I love looking at the stars. Yeah. So maybe it's just all of us. But so that when he, I was like, that's kind of romantic. I remember that the, the 59 <laughs> opened up a little bit. They're like, maybe, maybe that was very nice. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that you, you decided to be romantic there. Is he romantic at all anymore? No. Okay. If you're listening to this, Dave, step it up. Although he is taking <laughs> <laughs> He is taking me to a winery tomorrow for our anniversary, um, but I already told him he had to do that. So he did not come up with it on his own. <laughs> he got you flowers the other day. He did do that. That was nice. Smell cognition. I, mm -hmm. He knows I enjoy a good bouquet of sunflowers. <laughs> 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 so I didn't talk about Dave's environment. I kept saying kitchens, like the kitchen the kitchen strip. And yeah. then, but valleys, my, cause Dave is valleys. 
with the music. He was very heavily into music, especially in his teen, teenage and early 20s. I feel like Valley's people really, Valley's and sound people, you guys are, you it's it's really important for you guys. Not that yeah. music isn't important for everybody, because obviously, I mean, there I guess there are people that don't like music. I don't know who those people are, but yeah, it can be pretty transformative, even if it's it can help move emotions through you, I guess, for a lot of people. Yeah, I I, I feel like music is very connected to the solar plexus. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a valley's person it's, it's really, that's when they're going to meet the right people is when they're in some sort of environment where either information is moving, sound is moving or both happening at the same time. Like think of a bar, like that's why the bar is so correct for a Valley's person is because usually there's music in the background, right? Or there's a band playing. And then what do people go to a bar for to talk? Yeah. And what it, Valley's people, they are the, they talk so much. I have not, like even Dave, like he's kind of like, he can come off kind of quiet, but once he's got a story to tell, he had a story earlier. What was he telling me? He always has the most bizarre stories. I just, I have to tell you guys one real quick. There was this one time and it's like, it's, he could go anywhere and someone will talk to him and he does not seem like maybe it's just me but I don't take Dave as like the most approachable guy you know like you just look at him you're like okay yeah (laughs) like you're just not I don't I don't understand and I don't know if it's just because he's in alignment and he's in the right place but wherever he goes his neighbor talks to him in in the line the person standing outside of CVS that sees him wearing this shirt. He also kind of, I guess he invites it in a little bit with his undefined throat. He wears these shirts uh, that have sayings on it or graphics and they, they poke people a little bit in whatever (laughs) way. And for, I don't know what he had on his shirt this one day that he went into CVS, he comes out and this guy goes, you should be a singer. And Dave's like, what? And he's like, he's like, you should try out. (laughs) He went on this whole long tangent with Dave about how he should be a singer. Guy did not hear him sing. I don't know why. (laughs) Why? Just why? But it's like stories like that, like things that make no sense. Like Dave will get approached. Someone thought he was, um, Oh my gosh. What's his face from shark tank one time. Like the basketball guy. Yes. Mark Cuban. (laughs) Mark Cuban. Uh I was, I was there. I just would never have come up with his name. Yeah. That's funny. But it's like, that's the Valley's person. They have Mm -hmm. the strangest stories to tell you. I have not, I have yet to talk to a Valley's person that doesn't have some sort of unique story. They also love reading comments. Like they want, and like Dave really enjoys reading our weekly emails from our community, which they're very bizarre. I'm going to tell you guys one. Okay. Um, 
and then we'll um, we'll pa- I'll pass it over to you, Leah, and then we can go back and forth with it before we end. But you guys need to know this story. So a few weeks ago, we get an email, and it's from somebody in the neighborhood. We don't know who most of these people are that live in here, so it doesn't even that part doesn't matter. But so they're like, does anybody have a positive COVID test that they could that I can borrow? <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> no, it gets better. It gets better. They said, I have family coming into town and oh. I don't want them to stay with me. Oh, oh my gosh. But they're like, yeah, I need a, I need a positive COVID test. If you could please take a picture for me. So I can send it to them. <laughs> I'm talking what? every time he's got the strangest story. And I'm like, it's only because I I live with the Valleys person that these are the stories that I hear on a regular basis. And yeah, like I I know somebody else that I'm close with that is also Valleys that I used to go to the same gym and I would always see it. They were never working out by the way, all they were doing, (laughs) this is a Valleys person. All they were doing was talking to every person that they would come into contact with in the gym Mm -hmm. and they would be telling these elaborate. So they're, they're in a story themselves. And then they're telling a story of something that happened with them during that day. And I could, I would see them, like, I'd be on like the treadmill at the top and I would see them on the the bottom floor, um, which is also very valleys at lower level. So it's kind of funny. Um, anyways, so to be at the bottom and I would see her making all these moves and like telling this story. And it was literally every day. I'm like, when do you work out? It's like a social social hour. Yeah. Yeah, That's what, yeah. That's what Valley's people are looking for. A social hour. Dave used like used to love when, uh, his old company would do social hour, um, after work. That's Mm. very Valley's like, I feel like that's what Valley's people need. They need, they need just that social hour. Not all of them, like, especially for a two, like Dave, he in and out. Like you tell me, oh, we're going to hang out for one hour. Perfect. I'm a six, two in and out. <laughs> just want yeah. a little socializing, but I mostly don't want to be around you. Yeah. I can't be there all night. I just want a little bit of information so I can hear something and then I'm going to be out. See ya. Pretty much. Yeah. That's, that's Dave Zora for sure. So let's talk about your story and then we'll We'll see what comes up after that before we wrap okay. up. Uh, so my husband, Garrett, and I <clears throat> met in college and we were, he's younger than me, 20, I was 21. And I am markets and he his mountains, his passive mountains. And um, I'm external markets. So I was actually a student athletic trainer for the sports department, whatever. I don't know. I didn't play sports. I just wanted a job at the time. So basically I was Here like, comes I just, 44, 26. Here comes yeah, the 44, 26. I needed some money because I wanted to buy beer probably. So, so I would, uh, or, or whatever I was paying for it. I don't remember at the time I'm right brain. So I'm not going to remember all the details, but it, the gist of it is I worked for the student athletic department. So I would be like in my little external markets, so I would be providing the athletes with ice and taping their ankles. And I was terrible at all of it, but (laughs) Garrett was the one person he played soccer and he was the one person who would let me tape his ankle. Like he was, cause I, I did it bad enough that like, it didn't give him blisters, 
but like it was tight enough that it could like support his ankle and <laughs> oh my god and so he and his wait friend, hold on a second so did yeah. after a while did he tell you how bad it was oh yeah you know he told me right away he was like no it's bad enough he's like no it's not it's not too tight so it doesn't hurt but it's not right like <laughs> He's had enough to ankle taping in his soccer career when he was all through high school, middle school, whatever. So I, I knew I was doing it incorrectly, but he was the only one that would actually come to me. Like he came to me specifically and was like, no, I don't want anybody else. I want her to he take ankle. You. <laughs> he was recognizing me for my really bad quality ankle tape. <laughs> taping job. And I appreciated that because I felt like I was doing, I was doing something right for somebody. Didn't care if I ever did it for anybody else. And then after practices, um, I was on the fourth floor of the dorms and he and his buddy would come up to my dorm room and they would get flavor ice, which is like ice pops yeah. out of my freezer. So Pass the mountains, top floor, yeah. finding Is this me. The highest place? The highest floor. There were only four floors in oh, the, okay. the whole dorm. And uh, yep. And so I was markets filling, stocking my freezer with these freeze pops <laughs> so that he could come you and knew he would come for them. Because I knew he would come for them. And they would, you know, I could just have my little fun with getting them to come back. And then anytime I was low, they would leave me a sticky note saying, You're low on flavor ice. <laughs> you need to restock and I would restock so I'd probably have to work more so you know it was this whole funny thing so I mean that's my it's a very brief story I think but I that's the way that I look at it is we were both um not really expecting to look for anybody or to find yes. anyone at the yes. time yes I yeah. think because we were both like also- we're taking it slow like we don't need to rush anything and then it was like we're both like yeah I, I think I like you I think I like yeah. you too. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember when I had met Dave, I also, I told myself I'm not dating, but of course I, I lied to my, I made mm-hmm. lied to myself. My defined heart during that time was not, <laughs> we were not on a good page, good page during that time. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so interesting to just kind of like look back and be like, Wow. Like, cause I'm also dry kitchen. So it was like my, that, that strip that had this bar on was just this one straight line in a row that had one thing right after another. That was very dry kitchens because wet kitchens, it's going to be a little bit more windy. Um, it's going to be a little bit more messy, like dry kitchens. We like everything nice, neat and organized. I like flat straight lines. I think of like, Sedona, Arizona for like the place I want to retire. And I keep telling Dave this and he's like mm-hmm. over my dead body comes the six <laughs> too flat. <laughs> like, no, it's just too hot for him. He's like, we already lived in Florida. I was oh, like, that yeah. was wet. I was like, yeah. a wet kitchens could probably survive in Florida a little better than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if they could find a city in there, but it just, I always felt out of place. I don't, I don't know how to describe it any better than that. And I feel like the people that know me now that knew me then, like, they're like you, and it's also because I'm deconditioning, but they're like, you're very different in North Carolina. 
I don't know if actually you met me right before. I don't know if you notice a difference, but um, more relaxed, probably just more like yourself. Yeah. And I, I didn't know That's, you like way, way before, but it seems like more relaxed is probably the best way that I could put it. That's, and that's, that's how I know it's correct. Yeah. That's right. Right. Environment is relaxed. Yeah. I was very, I, I was very on edge because I was more in the wet, right. I was in the, the wet humidity mm-hmm. and then I had, I had the, the, the shores aspect and it, it's for transferred artificial shores. It's more, I just couldn't see clearly. I felt like I was always in this like weird fog and probably almost operating like emotional a lot of times. Yeah. I would say for an example I could give for Garrett is that he traveled for work a lot mm-hmm. and as much fun as he had while he was traveling, he felt really limited on what he could do. And since going coming home, like 2020 obviously happened. So he was working for this company that he's able to work from home and his office is on the second floor of the house. You can see out onto the street and he can see his, he has a standing desk, standing, sitting desk, which was really a key. And so he's gotten a lot further. He's one of the top people in his department. Like he's gotten a lot more recognition and feels way more successful in his job, even though it's not what, you know, he'd love to like be a fly fisherman and duck hunter and, you know, all this other stuff that would be really super fun to do. Cause that's obviously the end goal eventually. Um, but he's actually doing really well in his career way faster than I think he would have ever been with this other job that he had beforehand. If he wasn't in a better position physically. (laughs) I think that's what the pandemic showed a lot of people is Mm -hmm. where their correct environment is. I mean, we watched a lot of people move all over the place. Right. Um, And I think that's also what people are trying to find right now and why people are so interested in this class is because we're, we're all wondering, am I in the right place? Mm -hmm. And, And that's what your environment shows you. I really missed target. Like I really missed Target. That's how I, I had somebody was a markets person in my life because I was like they kept talking about Target. Everything <laughs> was shut down. I was like, who the fuck cares? I used to like hashtag Target mom. Like that was my di- my thing. But then I created it at home. You know, like I yeah. found a de- like I found this desk that I'm sitting at is like this humongous um, oak. I don't know. It was super heavy. Got it for free. Wow. And create and repainted it and refinished it and made it my markets. Like this is my office is my market. Yeah. And it all just kind of worked out because I was like, this is what I want. And I, it all came, which was interesting. I didn't know. I don't think I knew a lot about how to make that happen, but I did know about environment at that time. Yeah. And then it just just started. I remember that was right when you were starting to try to figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have a full grasp on any of it by any means, but I was like, that sounds pretty cool. (laughs) I definitely love being in the supermarket or I love being, you know, like the surface level stuff was really easy for me to comprehend. But I think that's where it needs to start though. And that's that's what's nice about our class is that we, we, we start on the surface so that you can have some sort of uh, understanding of what it means. And then we go a little bit under, we keep lifting up layers until we get to the bottom of like, 
how do you really see this in your outside world? And that's when Mm -hmm. you're going to go through all of our integration questions. And then hopefully you'll, you'll join us for human design support. And we can actually talk about this further because that's where I've been hearing from our members that they actually understand how to talk about this now. Yeah. That's been huge. Like you can listen to theory all day long. You can try to see what it looks to try to experiment with it. But if you have no one to talk to about after you've done your experimentation of it, you're, you're missing a step for yourself. That's, that's how you really are able to see it is when you can talk about it. Yeah. That's really, yeah, go ahead. I think it's just important, not just for people who like need to talk things out in general, like there's different authorities that are for talking, but I mean, there's, I think all of us as humans, like it's communication, it's community, it's being in a space that's like supportive of what you are doing and then being able to ask questions and have that discussion that we missed so much of having a community the past two years because we haven't been able to be out in our communities but depending on where we're living and I think that this we've created a space that we can use the tools that are with human design with all of the self-discovery that we've done throughout 2020 and 20 to now, you know, and then to actually integrate all of this together. Like how does, how did I shed all of these layers? How does human design help me put other pieces back together for me so that I can, you know, show up more as myself? Like it's a really cool, unique experience. And I feel like that's what your environment helps you do because it supports Mm -hmm. you enough where you can, you feel like, oh, I guess, I guess it is safe to be me here. And then people start to see that when you can always spot someone that's being their true self, right? It's just not even human design related, just in general. Like you can always spot someone that is like authentically being who they are and they shine a little bit brighter than the rest of us when you're in, when you're just in that, that sweet spot of who you are. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's what your environment really pushes you to do in the correct way where you don't feel like where it's just like, you're just, it puts you in that place. It puts you in the right place at the right time where you're going to meet the right people. That's going to give you the right view. That's going to give you the correct perspective. And then you're going to move and then you're going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And it's just repeating your process. No, I think it's just, it's fun to kind of tell that story for people to kind of maybe look at their own life and think, oh, this is where maybe that happened for me, or this is where this was actually really wrong. (laughs) So here's how I can learn from that. Or how can I get myself in that correct place? Click the link below in our description and get your, get your environment and then meet us in support and let's talk about it. Let's chat. We love yes. to chat. Well, we hope this you have fun. a, yeah, this was, I'm sorry. I was already leaving, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this, I mean, this was fun just to kind of look back and explain a few ways our, our design was and also our environment. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it kind of sparked a little bit of thoughts of how you've met people in the past and was it correct or not for you? And 
we'll meet you on the next one. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as Defined Hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram, and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.